Welcome to Fair Go, your favourite podcast about building a better tomorrow. A podcast by the people, for the people, where we share small business stories from the business owners themselves. When you encounter unfair obstacles that are too hard to overcome on your own, remember, you don't have to do it alone. Together, we can rebuild our great Southland and make Australia proud again. Join us today at fairbusinessaustralia.com.au. Welcome to Fair Go, a podcast by the people for the people. My name is Rebecca, as you are already aware, because you'll have been listening to these podcasts for a couple of days now, likely. I have with me today John Veloso, not Veloso, how as you stand to say it, Veloso. Uh, he was a full-time singer musician before COVID and uh, since COVID has struck, he's had to do what many business owners have done and that is pivot. So John, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you for being on with us. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. So take, take us through what was life BC before COVID for you as a full-time muso? So I've been a full-time musician for almost five years now. Um, and I was averaging anywhere from three to five gigs every week. So I would be playing at bars and restaurants and doing lots of weddings. So wedding season is you know, that, that just pays really well. So, uh, so the wedding industry, I really relied on that. And, um, yeah, I was just really busy and really enjoying it. Um, but, um, yeah, COVID has really come and thrown a spanner in the works and almost destroyed the entire industry. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so once COVID came and all the weddings got shut down and a lot of the venues got shut down, I was a pro singer myself before COVID amongst mm, marketing yeah. as well. So I was fortunate that I already had marketing up my sleeve as a day job. Um, awesome. So that, that kind of ended it all for you as soon as COVID struck. So, so what did you do? Did you, did you sit on your hands for a f- few weeks? Did you think it was just going to blow over? Cause I certainly thought it was going to blow over. I thought, oh, two weeks, six weeks tops, mm-hmm. we'll all be back to normal, get over it. It's not a big deal. Little did I know. So what was it like for you when everything got canceled? Did you just sit around or did you immediately pivot? Well, I kind of bought into the whole panic at the start and mm. It was a really well presented campaign, really. You know, yes. you know, we, everyone followed all the all the numbers on online, and all, you know, tens of thousands of cases, and mm. and just you know, all over, and it was all over the world. So just everyone was really kind of captured with all that. And so, um, I, you know, this is the first time we've ever been in this situation, you know, yes. we've seen many other viruses in the past and, you know, there wasn't this level of panic. So I didn't, I didn't really panic as such. I, I actually, like you thought it was going to just be like a month or two um, or, you know, we were told just, just a couple of weeks to flatten the curve. That's what <laughs> the government told us. Yeah. But that, you know, flattening the curve ended up flattening our livelihoods, you know? Right. So, um, yeah. so I, when I got over the initial shock, um, I then started to look into it for myself. Yeah. So I, because the, the, you know, the the TV was just, just pumping full of COVID, 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 COVID. And, and I understand it. It's a global crisis and, and, uh, you know, so everyone was tuning in and obviously uh, it had to be reported on. So it was on every day, but then it got to a point for me where I, 
I started to sort of see some um, some other other narratives that just wasn't being presented, and and then there were some you know people's um, experiences um, that just it, the things weren't adding up, and then so mm. the more I looked into it, then I I started to realize there were so many other people that are tr- that that were experiencing a completely other side of this whole narrative and yeah so that i i really started to question a lot of things and yeah and and it was it was almost like uh and at that stage you know just um you know almost two years ago um when i was questioning things then you know the, the truth was sort of surface like a few months later um but now at the rate of truth coming out it's almost like every week you know the government will say one thing and then within days or a week um, the, the, the truth just sort of comes out later on. So then it just, for me, just, it just grew this absolute distrust towards what I thought was my government, you know, the, right. you know, this body that was supposed to be working for us. And, right. and then I, I started to realize that they really weren't working for us at all. Um, yes. they were serving a, a completely yeah. other, other, um, agenda. And so I, um, yeah, that's kind of really, uh, it's gone beyond the point of no return for me. I don't trust my government anymore. I think we need a wow. complete, complete re- revamp of who's actually governing us and supporting mm-hmm. us. And um, but so for me, I um, I didn't sit on my my um, sit on my hands and I felt sorry for myself for a bit. But then I just thought, well, everyone else is in the same boat, yeah. literally everyone. And yeah. and I needed to get creative and. Uh, you know, I've, I've worked with um, video cameras in the past, shooting um, wedding videos. Uh, completely old technology then. It wasn't nowhere near as fun as what it is now. <laughs> uh, and I decided, you know, I'd, maybe I could give that a go. And it's um, and it's something that I don't have to rely on music at all. I just yep. I can do that. And 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 I actually fell in love with the camera. I fell in love with the lens. I fell in love with just getting out and about stopping and looking at things that I would normally just walk past and not even think of. And it was actually really therapeutic. It was quite mm. healing for me. Mm. And and not only that, like I would capture images, um, edit them, post them, and then other people could appreciate them. And, and, and then I just realized I, I can actually, you know, just, yeah, get people's mind off this whole COVID thing mm. by just, you know, looking at some photos that I've just posted. So um, I've, I, found, I found a level of appreciation for me that I really needed and and people, other people appreciate it as well. So, so I, yeah, found this other thing that I really enjoy. And, and but then, you know, gigs started coming back around September last year and, and really came back hard and, and it was almost like you know what COVID <laughs> and for, from September till the end of the year yeah it was like I was busier than I ever was wow and it was strange um but then I was doing camera work on the side and so I was getting really super busy um and then and then throughout this year it was a bit touch and go but I've, I've stayed pretty busy up until you know the, the last lot of um ridiculous mandates have come in and and now, um, yeah, now I'm treated like a leper, <laughs> oh, but, um, wow. yeah. So, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it's what, what it's taught me though is, um, that we, we can't just like, yeah, COVID or no COVID, like mm-hmm. regardless of the situation, mm-hmm. we, uh, it's really taught me to be resilient and it's really taught me to just 
think outside of the current mm. box that, that I've got myself in and, you know, and I'm now, I'm now like thinking of, you know, other business ventures that, that I can do that I'm, I'm not reliant. You know, the government really, uh, I think whether they deliberately uh, are doing it or not, I don't know, depends on how, how we view it, but um, it's like they've forgotten about uh, small to medium businesses and, yeah. and, I think for me, one of the ways I can stand up and say, well, stuff you is keep starting up my own small business and keep <laughs> doing my thing. And, and nice. I, I don't, I've, you know, I've, I've gone, you know, well over 10 years without having to go on the dole or anything like that. And, wow. and I, I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go back mm. on that reliance and, and that's, yeah. we're, we're better than that, you know, and, and, and it's not good for our economy. So I don't want to contribute to a further downfall of our economy. I want to, I want to yeah. build our economy. I want to prosper. I want to be in control of what I do. And, yeah. you know, um, yeah, so it's, made, it's actually made me more determined, to be honest. Um, wow. I, I, I don't feel defeated at all. I think um, it's been months since I've felt that. I, I actually, probably for me, I feel really sad for a lot of people. I feel, mm. I feel really sad for those people who um, – lost loved ones because of the vaccines who yes. had their lives destroyed. And, and, and I just see it all the time on, 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 on social media and, and my heart breaks for that. I, and, yeah. and I think that, um, you know, particularly, particularly those that have lost their businesses, I think that, you know, that there's still opportunities out there. There's still ways we can, you know, earn a living for ourselves without yeah. reliance on the government. And yeah. Yeah. Wow. Gosh, yeah, I, I feel sorry for people too. I feel very sad for Australia. I actually did have a cry last week after mm. with police and not because I was, like, distressed but because I just was sad for Australia. So yeah. you've, you've come through COVID and um, you got slightly drawn into it because of the, the, the hype and the, the world counter clock. Oh, my gosh. I mean, if they would have set that up for... <laughs> typhoid or you know one of the other major killers gosh well how, how, about, how about we focus on um how about we focus on cancer you know we just lost a, yeah. a, a close family friend of ours because of cancer and we're, we're tracking to be losing someone from cancer at the rate of one to one to two people <laughs> one out of two people gonna get cancer like, wow. if, we're gonna, if we're gonna freak out about the loss of lives and mm. death and and sicknesses why don't we focus on that you know like that's mm. um COVID, COVID doesn't even reach anywhere near the top 10 of what's no. killing people. Um, and yet it's it's stopping us from living. People are so afraid of dying that they've, they've stopped living. And the last two oh, years yeah. for a lot of people is not, you wouldn't call it a lovely life. No. So you, you shut down and um, you pivoted slightly and then September came and, and it was like, oh, my gosh. So now, you know, you've got the musician side of things. You've bought a bunch of photography equipment so you can do yeah. photography work you're also doing videography work um yeah and now we're having a few hurdles again um with the 17th of december vax passports yeah. Yeah. um so uh have you had any specific um challenges around the passports or just lockdowns in general um yeah definitely uh like i'm i'm set to lose 95 to 98 percent of my gigs next year yeah, wow. um you know a lot of the 
wedding industry. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of venues are really bought into, um, you know, in, into the mandates and yes, and 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 I don't blame them. You know, when you when you have the when you have the government saying that we're going to fine you tens of thousands of dollars, yeah, and you know, um, licensed venues potentially losing their the license and yeah, and you know that that's a scary thing. And mm. and and what business owner isn't going to potentially cave to that sort of threat? Mm. But then, but then there there are businesses who are rising up and taking, challenging the government and taking them to court and winning. And mm. so, um, but anyway, so <laughs> I um I, I think that'll eventually start to come come about. But I think that for, for now, a lot of the venues that that, that I've been dealing with um have really kind of bought into that whole thing and and feel they have no choice. And yes. so that yeah, there goes there goes a fair chunk of my um music income for, for next year wow far out so intense isn't it uh, i just want to highlight that you're saying that the venues you're speaking with they really don't feel like they have a choice mm. that's just yep. it's astonishing to me that we would live in australia <laughs> for well, we are young and free uh, and yeah yes. right now uh, that yeah there goes that those days but the, but the thing is though that <clears throat> i think that's probably the biggest deception about this whole thing is, is that's what we're made to believe. Mm. And I think part of the conditioning is that we are made to believe that we don't have a choice. And it's, it's mm. like this abusive power play, you know, mm. it's like what one side of this relationship is that dominance, you know, yeah. um, I, I, you're reliant on me and, and, yes. and they create that, that greater reliance on them. And, yes. and that's, you know, it's no one, it's no one of the, 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 the destroying, um, you know, those business owners because they're not relying on the government, you know, that um, they're, they're making their own destiny. And, and mm. it's like, that's kind of where we're here, that where they, they want us to head. Mm. Um, but I don't think we're going to let that happen. I, I, I don't think that's really going to happen. Um, I think people are going to get really jacked off of this whole narrative eventually. And, um, and, and it just, I don't, that's a, that's a hard task to try and, control everyone you know like i mean you know people who are married you can't you can't control your partner you can't control your children you can't yeah you know i can't make someone do something yeah how, how are you gonna make a whole nation act on your bidding you know it's 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 that's re- that's not realistic so I, I think i think people will rise up against this and mm. and yeah and i want to come back to what you said before about um that that people are being conditioned. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that, on what you're understanding? Mm. How does it look like to you of what conditioning is in Australia right now during COVID? Um, well, I think a lot of, a lot of the conditioning from, and from what I've, what I've realized over the last couple of years, particularly is that we've actually been conditioned for, for decades now, mm. um, you know, with the whole vaccine things and, um, and, and, and I'm not even an anti-vaxxer. Like I, I, I mean, our whole family is all up to date with all the vaccines, and mm. um, but then you know it's made me kind of question some of the health conditions that, that we're currently dealing with, and having to go to a naturopath and all that sort of stuff. And I sort of kind of wonder, you know. But um, so I think there's been a, like a long term of conditioning and programming, that, programming particularly with media, um, yeah. that you know the mainstream media is really the only place, the only true source of news. Um, but then what I've seen in the last 
couple of years is just this downplaying and complete utter censoring of the other side. Mm. And I'm completely disgusted with that. There, yeah. You know, there is no, um, you know, the, the days of investigative journalism is dead as far as, mm. you know, on, on the mainstream yeah. platform. Yeah. And, and it's been censored to the point where all those platforms, all the other alternative platforms have been um, completely taken off Twitter and Facebook and, and, and Instagram. And now we're limited to YouTube and, and YouTube is completely censoring everything. So, so I, I look at that and I think, you know, part of the conditioning that we're, we're under is that um, we're made to believe that the mainstream news is the truth, mm. but it's the only thing that we're allowed to see. Yes. And then I sit there and think, well, that's not news. That's propaganda. Right. That's, that's, that's brainwashing. That's, right. that, that's not, that's not even, that's not even conditioning anymore. That's just blatant, you know, uh, lying. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, 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 and it's just, I, I, it actually makes me feel ill when I, yeah. I haven't watched um, the news for a long time now. And it actually yes. makes, it makes my inner being feel so sick when I, yes here because um it's just absolute rubbish and and yeah there are people uh who want to get the the truth out there like what you're Mm. doing you know like through podcasts and and there are alternative media outlets and Mm. you know but it's um yeah when when you have when you have uh massive absolute massive rallies freedom rallies that are happening you know like in brisbane that they said something like, even in the early days when there was like 2,000 people rocked up, the news said, oh, there were hundreds <laughs> that rocked up. And I then when there was like yeah. over 10,000, um, yeah. I don't know, the last one was, was crazy. I, I, I can't remember the numbers there, but that was, that was crazy. But they kind of even downplayed that and said there was like 2,000 people. No, try more like 15,000. <laughs> Yeah. um, Yeah. And we've got drone footage to prove it now. It's like, I know you're lying and they still, no, no, it's like, no, we both know you're lying. Why are you doing that? Yeah. And then, I mean, I I remember seeing, I was just saying, I I remember seeing Jacinta Arden, we are your only source of news. And I was just like, what the flip is going on? It's oh just, my god! It's astonishing. Like yeah. it's 1984, an animal farm all rolled up into Meta because yep. now Facebook is dead, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, crazy yeah. world. What a uh, crazy yeah. world. And but I think um I think we've we've all become um part of that that journalism now. I think that yes. Um, you know that we we have the internet now. We and mm. and and you know that there are downfalls to that. There is. Downfalls on both sides, where um, you know, hear what is truth, but yeah. then when you've got people on the ground that are actually there, yeah. and they, they've say, for example, the rallies. You know, uh, I listened to um, someone tuned into the news the other day, and they said that there were um, pro-vaxxers and there were anti-vaxxers, and they were clashing with each other, and and all this sort of stuff. And then, and then someone who I know was there, they said, mm. no, there were pro-vaxxers and there were anti-vaxxers marching together. Wow. <laughs> they were marching together for freedom. Wow. It wasn't even about the vax. It was about mm. freedom and they were marching together. Yeah. And, and I just went, wow. But then, you know, I look at that and go, okay, well, 
there's your investigative journalist right there. They're the people who are there, the people, the, wow. the average everyday people who wow. are actually just looking at things for themselves and going, okay, I've heard the news side of things. I want to know what, what other people think. And they come up with their own ideas mm. and that is investigative journalism. So, 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 so good. So do you think that uh, that might be your next small business pivot is going more uh, into that side of things? Oh, it's really funny you say that because I've recently been approached by a journalist. Have you um, now? And oh. I'm going, I'm actually going to receive my own media tag, like what? the thing I hang on my cool. neck and That's I can tell the police to leave me alone because I'm allowed to be here. No and I can way. take photos, I can take videos. Wow. And, yeah, so I, um, I'm actually really excited about that. And, wow. um, yeah, I really admire those that, that, um, that, that are doing that, especially in places like in Melbourne where it's, like, just really tough. Um, I, I think it's just a whole other level of crazy and psychotic manic control down there. Um, yeah. But then you've got people on the ground that are just like they're literally putting their bodies on the line. Yes. To get to get the truth out. And I yes. I admire that. Like I, I admire that over anyone that's sitting on these mainstream channels just sitting there getting dictated as to what to say and they don't even know the truth. Yeah. They're just they're just acting on orders. So yes. yeah. Wow. Oh, so good. So we um we fast forward however long we fast forward. <laughs> what does uh, what does a rebuilt Australia look like for you on the other side of all of this? I think get rid of every politician who's <laughs> um who's been in favour of this whole bullcrap. Um, sorry. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. I think that um that we 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 are registered to a foreign entity. We're not even a legit government. They don't recognise the um. You know the, uh, the the First Nation um, uh, people, and they've been completely forgotten about this whole situation. And and I think that um, that everyone who's complicit in 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 the uh, this agenda that is really driven by foreign um, elite entities um, that does not serve our purpose one bit. Um, I think they need to be sacked and I think they need to be dragged into courts and they need to go to jail. And mm. even more serious than that, I think that they've destroyed so many lives. There, there are people who have committed suicide. Yes. They, they've completely forgotten about the, the, the mental health condition of the people in yes. Australia mm. and, and that is completely irresponsible mm. and, 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 and it's absolutely disgusting. And every single politician who's been in favour, and I think 99% of them who in favour of the Great Reset, and they voted on this. There was like a small handful of federal politicians who weren't in favour, and the other 99% said, yeah, we vote for the Great Reset. Um, yeah. um, they need to go to jail because um, um, – and we need to stop paying for UN agendas and we need yes. to start um, – um, building industries here in Australia, when you start to develop um, and stop, you know, stop raping and pillaging our resources and sending them off overseas, like stop yeah. selling water to China, or, you know, that's just ridiculous. Like we, we are destroying the land, yeah, and 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 it's all for profit, yeah. 
Greed um, and self-centeredness. That's oh, this whole is. thing, that, it's not about a virus. This, this is all about greed and profit and yep. power and just, you know, we're, we're bowing yep. down to, to the, the corporate elites yep. um, who, who don't care at all about us. Um, so, yeah, I think, I, think, um, I think that people need to, um, yeah, we need to have our own court system that deal with with these people because mm. um they they're illegal there's nothing that distinguishes them between um it, those that are uh, like like a like a, a criminal organization there is mm. literally nothing that distinguishes uh, that, that that you know that separates them you know that they are raking in billions of dollars you know um these massive pharmaceutical companies that are rolling out that 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 basically have a government by the balls because of yeah. contracts and you know they've invested all this money and blah 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 um they are raking in something to the tune of seven almost eight billion dollars just in the last few months wow this, this isn't about a virus this is about them profiteering and all their investors people like fauci and and all these other people who are on board with this whole thing they're all invested into it wow and even all the way down to our, our premieres and and you just look at their spouses and who, what companies and corporates they're involved in or have been involved yeah. in. Look at our chief health officers. They've sat on the boards of the, the, um, the, the WHO. They're, wow. they're, all, they're all tied in together. They're all complicit. They're all invested yeah. in this. Yeah. And they all need to be held accountable because this is not about a virus. It's about them making, lining up their, their pockets. And, I would actually like to um, see an inquest in how much money they've actually earned, you know, mm-hmm. these public servants. Um, how many millions of dollars have they earned just in the last two years alone? Yeah. You know, um, acting on the bidding of, of their, you know, puppet masters. Yes. And I'd like to see an audit and how they got that money. Yes. You know, what justifies that, that money? Yes. And, um, yeah, follow the money trail. And they're the, they're the people – you follow that and and they're the ones who is creating all this chaos mm. and i tell you what they've got their time coming that curtain is being pulled back and they know yeah. who they know that we know and we're yeah, after them where their 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 time is limited love it so okay you've really pivoted from what i thought this sorry no it's brilliant and I I love it I thought okay I'm just going to speak to a muso tell me something I don't know because I've lived what you've lived the last two years but you've pivoted away to to some like really really great stuff and um thank you I want I want to potentially people who are listening going "Eh, John you know you're saying some pretty strong stuff here you know how can you actually back yourself up? And, you know, is that really true? And, oh, I don't know. So could you give maybe a couple of tips as to how a lay person could actually do a little bit and considering mm. that we're a very distracted bunch of people because of social media and all that stuff. So so yeah. people don't have attention spans to read through 27-page documents. Could you give a couple of tips of what you've obviously gleaned yourself since moving into this area of how someone could do mm. some investigative journey, journalism for themselves so that they can actually start to really feel confident in what is is probably a gut feeling that says something is very wrong here and I believe yep. stuff is wrong but when I get into a debate I, I can't back myself up so where could people go to get themselves tooled up and schooled up so that they can actually enter into debate 
and back up what is that moral feeling of this is not right? Mm. Um, that's a really good question. And, and it's not something that you can just spend one afternoon no. um, and get your head around because it is really quite overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, when, when we got locked down last, uh, a couple of years ago, um, oh, sorry, last year. Um, yeah, it feels yeah, like a couple we, of years ago. Yes, it feels like yes. it was, this is the whole just a different I know, I know. Life. It's like a blur. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it felt like the longest time of my life, but then now yeah. it feels like a blur. Um, yeah. But, you know, during that time, you know, it's like we had nothing else to do but kind of just look, look, for, look at things for ourselves. Probably, please excuse my dog. I think, I think that the the biggest, the biggest thing is, is, um, and and I, and I say, you know, when I say turn off the TV, what I mean by that is, um, don't immerse yourself just in the mainstream. Mm. Um, you know, um, you hear hear what they're trying to say, but then think about what they're not saying and listen to what, the alternative platforms are saying. Yes. And, and when they start talking in things to do with, um, you know, the, the, okay. COVID for example, I think this whole thing is one massive smoke screen, by the way. Mm. Um, and it's just this, this kind of, um, you know, um, follow that, that kind of rabbit hole down particular path and get us distracted with that because, there's so many other things that are happening mm. in, the, in the political realm that we're not even aware of or that we're, they don't want us to be aware of. Um, one of the biggest things for me, and, and, and I've got to be honest, I, I was not at all remotely interested in the political world at all. Yeah. Um, but what I realised, you know, especially back in 2016 when Trump and Hillary um, were going at it, yeah. going for that seat and then the entire mainstream media and all the famous people and all the rich people said, no, there's no way Trump's going to win. And then he won. Yeah. And then I was, that's for me was the first time I went, media has just lied to me. Right. And every single one of those people who jumped on that bandwagon yeah. has been complicit in lying to us wow. because clearly the people voted him in. Mm. And I don't think that the, that the, um, and I don't think that the the uh, those that were um, rallying against Trump saw that coming. So then, then for me, for over the last couple of years, I started really paying close attention to American politics. Yes. And I tell you what, I think people really need to tune in to what's going on there because mm. there is a political battle going on, and and whether you like it or not, it affects us. Oh, huge. Um, huge. Because we we are we are. Um, so we're, when I mentioned before that we're registered uh, under um, a foreign entity, yes, um, we we are we are registered in in um, through the Vatican, uh, City of England, um, Washington DC. We're, we're kind of linked with that. That's what we're registered in. We're mm. we're not an autonomous um, sovereign nation like we thought we were. We're, mm. we're not, um, mm. and because of that. Um, we are open to UN agenda and we pay millions of dollars to be part of that UN agenda. Um, Cause it's such a so, privilege. So, oh, it's such a <laughs> privilege. Yeah. Not. Um, and so, so because we are part of that and we're registered um, with a foreign body, 
um, that means we're tied to that. We're, we are, we are, we are at the bidding of that foreign entity. Yeah. And so we, we kind of need to get our heads around it. And, um, we need to, to really start looking into, we actually all need to kind of get a little bit political in some sense where at least understand the, how, how all that kind of relates to each other. And, yeah. and I, I've had to, and I'm a long way off from understanding, but there is, there, there is a difference between federal politics and state level politics. Um, and there is a reason why state premiers seem to have more power and say than our own, you know, gutless um, prime minister. Um, and, yeah. and, and there is a reason why states have autonomy and there is a good reason, but I think we're starting to see the not so good reason. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, and I'm kind of going all over the place, but uh, we ha- have to understand or at least comprehend a little bit of the political realm and how, yeah. how that's kind of operating. Yeah. Now in America, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of things happening, like you know, Hillary Clinton, um, the classic example. So last year, um, I was tuning into Hillary Clinton's um, trials over the Benghazi um, debacle, and there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of you know, like she deleted. She, she was found to have um, servers um, at her own home, um, and and she was raided. But then she deleted like tens of thousands of emails. Yeah. Um, and so there was all this, this whole court, court case about trying to access those emails and blah, blah, blah. And then guess what? Two days later, Black Lives Matter blew up. So George <laughs> Floyd, um, yes. you know, uh, yes. I can't breathe, um, started yes. to pop up. The next day after George Floyd apparently died or was murdered by this police, suddenly yeah. they had Black Lives, um, you know, I can't breathe T-shirts suddenly somehow in the middle of a pandemic um, printed and mass distributed everywhere. And suddenly everyone had these, um, I can't breathe shirts. So, so I sat there and I thought, how the flip does, does that happen? Like I can't even order camera gear without having to wait for weeks because, you know, stuff can't be transported Mm. over the, over the States because of COVID. Mm. Um, how does, how does that happen? Some dude dies and the next day everyone's got these shirts. And, and then ne- next minute, every news outlet all over the world suddenly starts rolling out with the I can't breathe George Floyd debacle. Well, guess what? It's a smokescreen because two days before that broke out, Hillary Clinton had a massive trial. The whole world was tuning yes. in. And the next minute, we're all tuning to um, Black Lives Matter mm. and I can't breathe. And, mm. and suddenly, so, and they were allowed to rally, you know, mm. we're, we're, mm. and all the news outlets were um, following that. So mm. we need to understand the political realm, but we also need to understand that, that there is a whole bunch of smoke screens get, mm. that just gets thrown here and there because mm. they don't want us to see what's actually going on in the background. So mm. people need to tune into the political scene. They also need to tune into the court cases, the massive court cases that's happening at the moment. Like does, yeah. does everyone actually know that Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell um, and that whole trial, like the biggest child yeah. trafficking yeah. Um, sex trafficking but run by world elites, powerful people, yeah. people in government. Yes. Yeah. All these people are, yeah. you know, names are being dragged through the court. So do we know that that's even happening? So, so I sit there and go, so people go, Oh, oh is that a conspiracy in the world? It's, it's only a conspiracy in other people's heads because you don't hear about it. Yeah. But 
but you have to listen to what is not being said by mainstream media mm. and start delving down that road because there mm. is so much happening. There, there are people in, in positions of power and influence that are fighting on our, our behalf and we need to get behind them. We need to yeah. be supporting them because if people aren't aware that that's happening, then how do we support them? How do we get the yes. word out? You know, if we're not yeah. personally tuning in, so we yeah. have to do that. That's our, our responsibility is to be aware that that's happening and then share that with that, that, that there are some big things happening in the court um, yeah. all over the world, not just in, and there's massive stuff ha- happening in, in our backyard too. But yeah, but yeah definitely tune into the, the American political scene because mm-hmm. what's going on over there, like, you know, you know Fauci, um, biggest grub on this planet. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know if people are even aware that he, he, he helped fund the gain-of-function research for coronavirus so he basically took this virus that was somewhat natural and then you know it's like he took it's like he was a personal trainer took this virus to the gym gave it some steroids and then you know a few months later this thing is yeah through gain of function is is basically geared up to to um to destroy people and we don't have the antidote for it you know why would you do that why would yeah. Why would someone like Fauci in a position that he's in um, would even want to spend a single dollar in gain of function research? And well, then, you not, know, it's not the first time he's done that either. He's, he's no, exactly. I mean, yeah. we've now, um, I just saw with my own eyes the Child Protection Act that, um, and I spoke with a foster mother as well, that um, foster kids can now be quote unquote protected with the COVID vaccine, and that's five to 11 year olds. And um, back in, I think it was the 80s, um, and I'm taking this knowledge from Dan Bongino. um, Yeah, I love him. He's so good. He's so good. He he tested a bunch of AIDS medications on foster kids. And and fast forward 40 years, we're we're testing trial medications on foster kids, the most vulnerable little people in our society. Yeah. But so, that, 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 there, that there is the way that they think, that they don't view us, they don't view individuals as, no. as, as humans. We're, no. we're commodities to them. Yeah. And, and, um, and not only that, like, you know, um, because population is getting massive, you mm. know, um, they, just, they, they don't even blink at the, at the thought of, you know, um, depopulization. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, and Fauci, the grub, like he, um, the, the whole AIDS research, like, there are people who actually came up with cures and then he either completely took them out mm. or he stole ideas and then gave him um, all the credit went to him. What a grub. And, and, and guess what? He's done the same, exactly the same thing again with COVID. Like there, there are other um, pharmaceuticals out there that are coming up with some great, um, or actually not even just coming out like, you know, um, hydroxychloroquine that's been around for yeah. 65 years. Fauci endorsed it for SARS-CoV-1 16 years ago. SARS-CoV-1, oh, sorry, um, COVID, um, uh, COVID-19 coronavirus is, is like 75% similar. You know, the, the alpha um, variant was 75% similar to SARS-CoV-1. Yeah. So why would you then suddenly, um, you know, re- redact your support to hydroxychloroquine yeah. um, when you endorsed it 16 years ago and it worked yeah. back then, but then won't like take it, take it through serious trials mm. and, and, you know, um, oh, so much politics. 
two hydroxychloroquine plants got destroyed, um, but yet non-developed countries are selling hydroxychloroquine over the counter for like a few dollars. Mm. And, and we're not hearing of like massive outbreaks there, but, but mm. it's just over-politicized here because, because pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer, um, they, they, they want to take out the opposition and Fauci is the top of that food chain. Wow. He's just doing exactly the same thing now as he's done previously. And so for me, I never knew anything about this stuff. I never knew anything about all the, um, uh, you know, all, all the cures for, for AIDS and, and, and all, all the things that, um, that went on yeah. back then. I was completely yeah. oblivious. I mean, I was pretty yeah. young back then. But I, I now realise that it's just been demystified for me, like this, this whole big pharma thing. And, and they just, they're not, they're not caring for us at all they just they just have drugs that they've invested billions in and they want that higher back and more that's it sad state of affairs well i would love to get you back for part two of john veloso <laughs> veloso <laughs> um, would you come back because the stuff that you're saying is gold and i know that what what you're saying here a lot of people are being are listening going yes that's right that's right but you say it so eloquently and you say it like so um it's linear and, and I really like how you're able to do that, that you're able to lay out such a case. Um, Thank you. Because we don't want to be re- labelled as, you know, tinfoil hat wearers and all that kind of stuff. So I'd love to get you back for um, for part two. But before I uh, let you go, have you got, I mean, you've just given a lot of tips, but have you got a tip <laughs> for anybody listening as to how they can cope um, and yeah, overcome good, good what they're doing with now? Um, we have to remember that we were born free mm. and that that is something that is a gift that only God can give us and, and no one else, not even the devil himself can take away. Um, there is this myth that our government um, is trying to condition us with that they are in control of yeah. us yes. and they're not, they yeah. never have been. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I relate what they're doing to what the devil is doing and all he can do, he has no power. He, he can lie, he can deceive. Um, and he gains more power when we believe it mm. and when we buy into it and, and fear intensifies in us and we panic and we feel helpless mm. and then they've won. So don't buy into that because exactly. there is literally nothing on this earth or outside of this earth that can ever take that freedom from us. Love and it. the difference is us saying, get the hell out of my life. And I'm not buying to that. Yes. And you have no right. Um, and for the business owners um, who feel that pressure and say, yeah, but you know, you, I mean, I'm a small business owner, but you know, I feel for those that have, staff they have mm. you know so many people wow. that they're looking yeah. after and their hearts are breaking because like yeah. you know hands are tied um you have you have um you have the law on your side yeah. um still you can take the government to court and there are businesses that are winning i know people that own businesses and they are they they've stood up and said enough is enough we're taking you yeah. court and they have won so good. So businesses need to stop playing that 
that yeah that that fear and that they're yeah. a victim because they are not because uh that then they're, they're not defeated commodities they they are essential pillars to our society mm-hmm. um and those global elites they don't want that that kind of level of autonomy they want to destroy yeah. that autonomy and we're not going to let them destroy that autonomy mm-hmm. so good so 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 good john thank you so much um uh, can people follow you with with your investigative journalism right now do you have a handle that you um, i don't i don't have anything specific um and and i'm actually sort of linking in with um with uh, uh, um, a journalist um so yeah. we'll sort of um yeah we'll sort of come up with something a bit more um you'll have that by next more time. formal yeah, yeah, yeah next time um, speak so still, it's still sort of early days, like literally just in the last few days, just yeah. been um, just chatting about it. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, f- feel free to follow my music, um, John Veloso Music, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram, and also my media, um, my photography and video work. Um, so I, I try and keep all of those platforms um, non-political. Um, yeah. I have my own personal page and. Yeah. I just spam everyone, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but my, um, John Veloso media Instagram has is John Veloso underscore media in Instagram. Otherwise just John Veloso media on Facebook. Um, yeah, but, um, um, but yeah, I think, I think there's, there's a few things next year that I'm really looking forward to. I want to set up some, um, house concerts and, you know, um, set up platforms for, um, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the vaccine free musicians to still be able to gig and showcase their, their talents and, um, and a few other things that I'm looking at wanting to start up with some friends. So yeah, yeah, I'm feeling hopeful and yeah, feeling great. Great. Well done. Well, I look forward to having you on the podcast uh, in the next couple of weeks slash months. Um, I'm sure there'll be much developments by that stage and uh, we can discuss that then. So thank you so much for uh, coming on as a guest today. Thank you, Rebecca, uh, for having me. Thank you. um, And thanks for your great work. Have you got an inspiring story to tell? Register your business now for your chance to be featured on our Fair Go podcast. Ready to lend a helping hand? That's great. You can chip in through the website. Remember, 100% profit goes directly back into local small business. Together, we can rebuild this great Southland for ourselves and the next generation. Go to fairbusinessaustralia.com.au